At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is a nightcap here on VSIN, and boy, what a day it is in sports. We got the NBA draft going on as we speak. We are getting near pick number 20. We'll recap it all for you what plays have hit, what over unders have come home. If you have been listening to the show or listening to the network, we've been all over the NBA draft here for quite some time. So we'll get you everything you need to know. In the NBA draft, the surprises, as we all expect, there would be some surprises. And we'll uh, we'll discuss which was maybe the most surprising play. How about a guy who was over under was 27 and a half at close at DraftKings and went number 12 to San Antonio in Josh Primo. That happened in the lottery. So we'll discuss everything that has uh, unfolded there. We've had blockbuster trades. Nothing official yet, but it certainly feels like the Los Angeles Dodgers. Last night, we were discussing Dodgers, Giants, Padres. It's going to be a race to see if one of them can get the crown jewel of the trade deadline in Max Scherzer. Well, earlier today, it looked like San Diego was going to get Max Scherzer. That was what was reported, but nothing official. And for the Washington Nationals, a team that won the World Series two years ago, has a terrible farm system. It's got a lot of pieces to sell off. They must have picked up the phone and kept on calling or listening because now it looks like the Los Angeles Dodgers have come in, and the latest is the Dodgers will be getting not only Max Scherzer, but Trey Turner as well in a blockbuster deal that will send a handful of prospects back to the Washington Nationals, including the number one and two 
prospects in the Dodgers organization. But for the Dodgers, a team, as you see right there, odds at DraftKings, their chances to win the World Series have shortened even more. And uh, just a tweet a moment ago uh, from Circus Sports, I believe they are uh, looking like they are going to be dropping down to around 7-2 to two or so. So that was one of the big blockbusters that has come and gone. Uh, I think the folks here in Las Vegas can rejoice. At least sports fans in Las Vegas can rejoice because the United States was able to win their Gold Cup semifinal against Qatar, and they will be playing in the Gold Cup final on Sunday. We'll have the other semifinal taking place momentarily, Mexico and Canada. So a whole lot going on, and we'll dive into the NBA draft uh, in its entirety. I haven't even mentioned the real big blockbuster move of the day, which is the Los Angeles Lakers, similar to what we thought was going to happen with the San Diego Padres. We thought a deal was in place. We thought the Los Angeles Lakers would be getting Buddy Heald in exchange for Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma. A deal that I thought made a ton of sense. You get a 40% shooter from long range into that team. Three-pointer, three-point shooters are such a commodity for a guy like LeBron James. He runs the pick and roll so well with Anthony Davis. But similar to what we thought or, or what we uh, found out with the Dodgers and Padres, that trade wasn't to be, and someone else stepped in, and that was the Washington Wizards. So the Washington Wizards are now reportedly going to get Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and the 22nd pick, which is about to uh, be selected here in just a little bit. And Russell Westbrook is heading to the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll dive into this trade and what it means for the Lakers. I don't like it at all for the Los Angeles Lakers. To me, it makes no sense. Russell Westbrook is getting up there in age. Yes, he gets triple-doubles galore, but how does he help out a guy like LeBron James. And you're also giving up multiple shooters and giving up the 22nd overall pick in uh, in this upcoming draft where you could have got a piece like a, a Jared Butler. So I, I don't make I don't understand this move. We'll certainly get into it a little bit more as the show goes on. The NBA draft is unfolding, how those picks have fallen into place. Let's get it rolling. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN. Tim Murray with you live from the Circus Sportsbook as we're keeping our eyes on the NBA draft. We just had a trade just a little bit ago as the Charlotte Hornets traded with the New York Knicks to go up and uh, and get, I believe it was Keon Johnson uh, there at the number 19 selection. And uh, excuse me, Kai Jones, I beg your pardon. So Kai Jones uh, is the 19th pick. And Jalen Johnson goes off at number 20. And do you see the smile on my face? Well, that's because Jim Ruta is about to join us, who will be with us for the next three hours. And Jalen Johnson 
did go after 14 and a half, so that makes me very happy. Also bringing in Jim Root, live from Chicago, Illinois, with his Bucks championship shirt on there. So we got a lot to get to, uh, Jim, as uh, as the night goes on. And uh, Jalen Johnson, the most recent selection that has, uh, has been reported, he will be heading to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and a high upside guy, but you and I uh, had similar trains of thought, as did other people on this network. This was my favorite play of the draft, Jalen Johnson, over 14.5. It eventually went to 15.5 and now he's going to go off the board at 20. So that is where we start. Jalen Johnson, a guy uh, that Jim certainly disappointing uh, with his time at Duke, but a, a prized recruit coming out of high school. And uh, this is certainly a guy that, um, you know, could be a, it's a high upside type of player and, and maybe a good spot for him to go to Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he had some off the court issues, and I think that's what we all zeroed in on in terms of uh, taking that over with him. It just never really seemed like he was going to be a lottery guy this year, at least as we were getting closer and closer to the draft. He got invited to the green room, recruiting pedigree, but it took all the questions off the court. And what happened with Duke last year and his senior year of high school, it's a worthy gamble for Atlanta. They've got a lot of players in that rotation already, so somebody they trust they can develop but it, it makes sense that we hit the over and yeah I'll smile along with you here yeah so that was our two of our plays and uh as we go through the first round uh, I it's not all sunshine and lollipops uh, I did have Corey Kispert under 13 and a half and a couple dominoes and that's what we kind of expected dominoes to fall and that does not come home as uh, as Brad Evans would say I got seduced by the juice uh, the plus 155, uh, it was a trap, as Admiral Akbar would say. It was a trap. I fell into it. Corey Kispert doesn't go. Uh, one bet that didn't come home for you uh, was Davion Mitchell, and this was pretty surprising because he was one of those risers, uh, Jim, in, uh, in, uh, in the draft boards, and then started to fall. You know, right after the national championship, everyone said, oh, is this a six-player draft? You know, after Scotty Barnes and Jalen Suggs, it's Davion Mitchell. And then once you started to dive into it a little bit more I think that 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 shine started to wear a little bit a lot of people anticipated him to go number 14 to a place like Golden State or number 13 at Indiana that's why over under 12 and a half was uh, was an intriguing play for you but ultimately Sacramento gets him at nine I'm a little surprised by this it doesn't make a ton of sense fit wise you know you got De'Aaron Fox there uh, obviously uh, today Sacramento was trying to move Buddy Heald that uh, trade fell through I know they're going to st still keep trying to go there but uh, Davion Mitchell going number nine, hell of a run in the national championship and was terrific, but uh, feel like a little bit of a reach there for Sacramento. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I liked the over 12 and a half because it seemed like Indiana was going to take somebody that was going to try to be like a win now type of player and they ended up going that way. We're having some technical difficulties there with Jim, with, so hopefully... oh. Uh, We'll see if we can get uh, Jim uh, back uh, back in here. But, yeah, Davion Mitchell, uh, certainly a bit surprising to see him ultimately uh, go number nine. Just uh, recapping where we are now, if you are just tuning in, Cade Cunningham goes one, no surprise there. Jalen Green, remember, uh, it wasn't that long ago 
Jalen Green was plus money to be the number two pick, and ultimately he went off as a massive favorite to be the number uh, two pick in this draft. So he ends up landing there, and he goes number two to the Houston Rockets and Evan Mobley three. So one, two, three, as we all anticipated, that was the way that it went. Uh, A slight curveball was Scotty Barnes going number four. There was some late... Uh, there was some late buzz that Toronto may not have been in love with Jalen Suggs and might have been intrigued uh, by the prospect of Scotty Barnes. Remember, Scotty Barnes, long, terrific defensive player, struggles a bit offensively, so some high upside there with Scotty Barnes coming out of Florida State. Uh, and they ended up passing on Jalen Suggs. They went with Scotty Barnes. So quickly, Orlando, and I think rightfully so, grabbed Jalen Suggs. So one through five, The five players we anticipated to go one through five went that way. However, four and five flipping there because Jalen Suggs ultimately went number five and Scotty Barnes went number four. And you got the odds right there. We're showing you on vcin.com. You know, Scotty Barnes was minus 295 to go fifth overall. Jalen Suggs plus 275. So if you had the foresight, and I did see uh, one or two mock drafts that had this predicted, but the majority of mock drafts anticipated uh, what we ended talking about last night, which was Jalen Suggs four, Scotty Barnes five. So a slight tweak in, in, uh, in, in, in what was there. But I think the first real surprise came at number six, and that's where we all expected the draft to really get going because number six was Oklahoma City. What were they going to do? A lot of people expected James Booknight to be the guy selected at number six, and that's why you saw James Booknight out of UConn. His over-under kept just plummeting, falling all the way down. It ultimately closed at six and a half, and it was juiced to the under because it was felt he was going to be a slam dunk there at number six to uh, to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I got to give credit to a handful of of uh, you know NBA draft folks out there who who follow this for a living. And what they said was Sam Presti, the GM of the Oklahoma City Thunder, is as buttoned up, is as secretive as any GM in the league. And the fact that it was so out there that James Booknight was going to go number six had to make you feel a little uncomfortable that this may not be the way it's going to go. And ultimately, it was Josh Giddy, the Australian product. He goes number six. So the over-under on Josh Giddy, which, by the way, was heavily juiced to the under. Uh, he was at 10.5. That was the closing number for Josh Giddy, minus 260, because the, the thought process was for Josh Giddy when the New Orleans Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies made the deal that they ha- that they made earlier this week, moving from 17 to 10, that the the move was ultimately going to be Josh Giddy at 10. So that felt like the floor was number 10. Maybe Golden State would think about Josh Giddy, but ultimately it was Oklahoma City and Sam Presti who went up and got Josh Giddy. So that was the first kind of wrinkle, curveball, so to speak, of the draft. And then sitting there at seven was Golden State. Golden State has been one of the more intriguing teams this whole draft process because at seven and 14, last year getting the second overall pick in James Wiseman, many thought, okay, well, they're going to package this and try to build for now. Or if they don't end up uh, drafting uh, or trading away seven and 14 and number two from last year in James Wiseman, that 
Maybe they'll get a, a guy who can go in right away, whether it be Davion Mitchell or if James Booknight is there. Well, James Booknight was there, and they went with Jonathan Kaminga, a high upside guy, so you're able to cash your under 7.5 on Jonathan Kaminga. But, Jim, you know, the real curveball coming with, uh, with, with Josh Giddy, uh, not a great shot maker or creator, but his precision, his passing capabilities are tremendous. People speak so highly of him. They think he may have the highest IQ, basketball IQ of anyone in this draft. So you see Sam Presti, and you know you and I have a little competition going, and I think last check you have the lead, but I took an early lead because I just I wasn't convinced. I, I, I was scared off the fact that everybody out there felt like James Booknight was a lock to go number six, and wouldn't you know, Sam Presti throws a little bit of that curveball, and it's Josh Giddy out of Australia. Yeah, well, the true curveball is is me going in and out of this this broadcast. So you're you're the the, the legend for sticking around, but uh, I'll try not to leave you hanging anymore if I can. But yeah, it's a very surprising pick with Giddy. I mean, that was supposed to be who Memphis was targeting at ten. It seems like maybe Oklahoma City's just just taking that that big swing. They're they're way down at the bottom of the standings right now. This is the kind of swing they have to take, considering. Now they're not ready to start moving up the standings. They've got all these future picks. They got two more from Houston tonight. Uh, Giddy is at least intriguing. I mean, he he's fills up the statute over in Australia. Our friend Sam Vecini has seen him play in person. Seems like a really good leader, a very promising young player. But yeah, the shot's kind of broken. He's not a mega athlete or anything. It's I'm curious to see what he looks like coming over into the program pro game, especially right away. It seems like it's going to be developmental. So, yeah, definitely a surprise from Mr. Presti. Well, I want to go back to the top five. Uh, Cade Cunningham goes to Detroit. And, and you know, it's funny because uh, we'll, we'll get into some, uh, you know, rookie of the year thoughts and, and fits. But at number four, a slight surprise. And based on the odds, it was. And I was on with uh, uh, with uh, uh, Jeff Parles earlier this week. And he said, Do you, you know, what of the top five could be uh, tweaked? And, 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 you know, full disclosure, I didn't bet this, and, and last night on the show, I thought it would be Jalen Suggs to four, but I said, if anything, it would be Toronto not picking Suggs there of that top five. That could be the tweak, and you saw a little bit of um, of smoke out there that maybe they were more intrigued of, of Scotty Barnes. I was listening to, uh, I think it was Sam Vecini's uh, podcast in, uh, earlier today, and he said, you know... Jalen Suggs, while I think he will go to Toronto, just paraphrasing Sam, he said they're not as high on uh, they're not as high on him as maybe some may think, and they ultimately go with Scotty Barnes. So uh, you know, I'm curious to get your thoughts on Scotty Barnes and what he can bring immediately to a place like Toronto because I thought it made a ton of sense for Jalen Suggs. I love Jalen Suggs. You know, we we watched obviously a ton of him. At Gonzaga, uh, he's he's a he's a winner, ready-made point guard, and it just seemed to make a lot of sense to pair him with Fred Van Vliet with the departure of uh, of Kyle Lowry. However, you know Scotty Barnes is uh, maybe a higher upside type of guy and just a true lockdown defender. And you think about the athleticism, and if ultimately they don't trade Pascal Siakam, man, they got a lot of athleticism. OG Ananobi on that squad as well, so that's a it's a really intriguing play at number four for the Raptors to go with Scotty Barnes out of Florida State. Yeah, I mean, they could be just totally suffocating on defense with him out there. I, I do wonder, and the ESPN broadcast made this point too, if it is a sign of a potential trade of Pascal Siakam, 
if this is a, a more rebuilding move, you know, they see Lowry potentially going out the door as a free agent. You bring in a little more of a high upside guy with Barnes, a young guy, rather than, you know, Suggs seems like he's more ready now. You know, they're the same uh, same draft class, but or same high school class. But I just wonder if that's a sign that maybe they're going to move away from Siakam and, and, and lean more into a rebuild with Ujiri at the helm there in Toronto. It, it was surprising because I was, I was with you. I was all in. I thought Suggs was going to be number four. I thought Barnes was going to be number five. And then, okay, maybe the draft gets, gets interesting at six. But barring a trade, I, I thought this was going to be you know, Suggs at four. And here we are trying to figure out what they're doing with Barnes. It's an intriguing move by Toronto. And Orlando, you know, on for their credit, Orlando, it, Scotty Barnes was that perfect guy for Orlando, right? Not a great offensive player, but, yeah, he's really athletic and, and really rangy. But they get a guy who's going to p- step in right away, Jim, and, and play point guard. And, you know, I, what Orlando's been doing, they got Franz Wagner also uh, with the eighth pick, which was uh, under the eight and a half there, which is a, a winner for those who played Franz Wagner under. Uh, so that one was able to come home. But many thought that he would ultimately go to Golden State at seven. That was some of the rumors. But he goes to, uh, goes number eight to Orlando. So it's a, it's a bit of a change, I feel like, of – of the way Orlando normally goes about business, they got two dudes uh, who are ready to go right now. And I would imagine out of the jump, uh, you've got two starters there in Suggs and, and Wagner. Yeah, I, I thought this worked out great for them because adding Barnes felt a little redundant with Jonathan Isaac, just two versatile guys that aren't known for their scoring, but awesome, awesome multi-positional defenders. Now you get Suggs who might fit better with Isaac as part of the nucleus going forward. Wagner, a guy that's you know more known on the defensive end, but he's got a, a burgeoning offensive game, really good transition player. I think the jumper will come around for him. I like what ended up working out with them. I, I didn't know if they could take Wagner at eight if they had gotten uh, Barnes at five, but having Suggs fall to them really opened up more options for them at eight, and, and I think that freed them up to go with Wagner, and, and it seems like they got a pretty nice little two, two-man combo in the lottery here. By the way, uh, for those of you uh, watching on vcin.com, I don't know, how, we probably can't pan to uh, what we've got going on here. Uh, there's been some, I guess there's some storms in the area, and I looked over my shoulder, and the entire screen right now is the Gold Cup semifinal between Canada and Mexico. Uh, so there, there, you could see it a little bit. Look at that. Everything is soccer right now because the NBA draft, uh, uh, so there must be some storms in the area. So uh, before we hit a break, uh, I do want to pull up our bets because uh, another one uh, looks like it's going to come home. Uh, looks like the 20, uh, first pick uh, that is going to uh, ultimately be, and let me just check this, it is uh, Keon Johnson going to go to the Pistons. So uh, Sharif Cooper over. So my night is done, Jim. Two and one. Uh, the ones I had to lay the juice, I was able to get home. The Corey Kispert, I was seduced by the juice. But ultimately, 2-1, uh, and one. we'll be cheering for Miles McBride here. And who's your, who's your guy, your second-round guy we're looking at? Friends Bleisenberg, my guy friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. We will, uh, we will get you updated on what has gone on. The latest pick is in. It is Keon Johnson. He is going to the Detroit Pistons, a trade. Uh, the Pistons going up to 21. That is Jim Root over there in Chicago. Tim Murray with you here in Vegas. It is the nightcap on Beeson. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a nightcap here on uh, Vicent Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. Jim Root, three-man weave at Second Chance Points with us there in Chicago. Don't be confused. Yes, he was uh, just, what, 90 minutes north last week, but he, uh, he went back down south on, the, on Lake Michigan and uh, is back in Chicago where he's, he's summering. You, you got your summer home there in, uh, in Chicago, Jim. That makes it sound so much more glamorous than it is. As the <laughs> folks can probably see behind the apartment, I'm in a little cracker barrel here. It is a tiny little apartment, but it is nice to be back in Chicago with some of my friends from back home. I'll be right back out in Vegas come October, and I'll be hopefully sitting next to you at that desk giving you some, you know, hopefully a, a decent, you know, guest appearance or co-host every once in a while. You know, anytime I call you, you know, I, I, I'm going to – I uh, I always want you to come in studio, so uh, we'll, we'll have you back in here shortly. Um, 
we uh, we're, we're keeping tabs on uh, on the NBA draft. You're kind of a, a an, an NBA draft react show. Uh, we'll we'll tell you what's happening as best as we can, Jim, because things are getting really confusing now. At number yes. 21, Keon Johnson was just selected. He was selected by the Clippers, then was traded to the Knicks, and now I I, I believe he is a member of the Knicks at this point in time. No, he's a Piston now. He's a Piston. I can't keep... So, Keon Johnson goes 21. All you need to know about Keon Johnson was his over-under was 13.5. So, he goes well over his uh, his prop there at DraftKings. But he goes 21 via the Clippers and the Knicks. He goes to the Pistons. And then the Wizards, remember, they traded with the Lakers earlier today. That's not official and won't become official until next week sometime. But the Wizards are at 22. They selected Isaiah Jackson, who's now going to be shipped off to Indiana. So uh, I don't know if I don't know if anybody uh, is with that, but uh, Aaron Holiday will now be a member of the Washington Wizards, traded for the number two twenty-two selection that was initially owned by the Lakers, who traded for Russell Westbrook. And, and anyone still you know, with Tim, us? I, I anyone watched, still with us? I watched. I've watched the draft for years. And I've always been like, man, these guys at the desk, they're not keeping up with the trades. And now I'm just like, I get it. I fully get it. Every time these picks are getting traded twice in a night, how are we supposed to keep up? This is ridiculous. We can see who's picked. We'll tell you if it's over or under. And from there, we might have to trust you to check on the trades yourself at this point. So I do want to point some attention. And I think most of you would be proud. Uh, I actually went to my computer today and I typed this up. Instead of going notepad, I went to the computer, I used the old Google spreadsheet and I sent it over to Jim and I gave him a list of about 35 players of over-unders at DraftKings. And we have a little competition going on. Uh, We've got all the over-unders there uh, on on the screen. And what I said to Jim was, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a little competition uh, we're going to pick over under the prop play. And uh, don't forget about the juice because these aren't our actual bets. But I just wanted to have a little competition. Ultimately, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Only eight differences, Jim. And right now, as of last check, you've got a, a 2 1 lead in those differences. Um, I got the first point on the board. I went over James Book Knight at six and a half. You went under. But you uh, came back because I got, you know, I got sucked into the Moses Moody love. And I took under 10 and a half in this uh, exercise. You took over. He ended up going 14 to Golden State. And then Trey Murphy landed 17 going to New Orleans. His over-under was 16 and a half. I went under. I thought he was going to go to Washington at 15. He ultimately goes 17. You had the over. So right now in our eight differences, you've got a 2-1 lead. So uh, an early lead for Jim Root in our competition. But overall, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, by cover margin, uh, I think you're doing better because Book Knight went way over his prop, and I missed that one. And I only got that half-point win for for, for Trey Murphy there. So, you know, if we want to add that up at the end of the night, maybe one of us will win one way, one will win the other. But it's a nice, friendly competition we got going that could come all the way down to Luca Garza at the end of the night. That could be the big one at the end. I had no feel on Luca Garza, but I just felt like his over-under is 54 and a half. 
I think Matt Newman's played the under, and I said, you know what? Somebody at 52 is probably going to pick the reigning player of the year. All right, we got a lot to get to, including James Booknight, who was the faller of the night so far as he lent number 11 to the Charlotte Hornets. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know as the first round continues at the Barclays Center there. We'll get you updated on our bets as well. Hopefully, Miles McBride, Mr. Root over there, will come off the board here soon to get him another victory. That's Jim Root in Chicago. Tim Murray with you live from Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy full. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up 
for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now. Head to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN as we're getting further down the first round of the NBA draft. We just saw a flurry of trades to try to keep up on. And I uh, will get you updated on the last handful of picks. Jim Root with us over there in Chicago. Three-man weave at Second Chance Points on Twitter. Um, we mentioned Isaiah Jackson was selected by L.A., traded to Washington in the Russell Westbrook trade, and then traded to Indiana in a deal for Aaron Holiday and the 31st pick. For now, Houston is staying pat with their 23rd and 24th pick. Usman Garuba, the young man out of Spain, uh, who a lot of people were intrigued by the way he uh, played defense in those exhibition games against the United States here in Vegas. And then Josh Christopher going 24th. Uh, that was a, a bit surprising. Uh, let me see if I see where Josh Christopher's uh, over-under was. It was certainly, uh, it was 33 and a half. So, uh, Jim, a little bit of a surprise there to see Josh Christopher off the board. And we'll get you updated uh, because there are a handful of guys, Miles McBride that you certainly are high on, uh, Bones Highland at a VCU that are in that 28-29 range uh, of over-unders that could be in trouble as uh, Josh Christopher gets uh, gets selected 24th overall. Yeah, I thought this would be a, a big run of guards here uh, in, in the 20s. A lot of teams, especially after Houston now, a lot of teams that are looking for guys that can contribute early. You know, the, the Io DeSumos of the world, Miles McBride, uh, Bones Highland, like you mentioned. I, I thought we'd start to see some of those guys come off the board here now that Houston is off with their, their upside pick. So I'm hoping McBride will pop up in one of these next four selections. Otherwise, I'll be, uh, I'll be looking up at your profitable night and, and be very jealous of that. Uh, uh, with Houston, though, They've they've got four first rounders now after they traded back into that 16 spot. I think they've got to get one more and roll out five first rounders in the starting lineup next year. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, yeah, because the Oklahoma City trade. So uh, Oklahoma City has just uh, Santa's bag full of of picks moving forward, and they traded out of the 16th pick tonight. Didn't get at any of Houston's picks tonight. They just got two future firsts. So you saw Houston at 16 uh, get Sengun, the big man uh, uh, who was playing in the Euro League, whose over-under was uh, was pretty low at 11.5. That ultimately goes over. There was a lot of buzz for him going to San Antonio, maybe Sacramento. Ultimately, he goes 16 to Houston. And now at 23 and 24, a lot of European feel uh, for the Houston Rockets. So uh, with this most recent pick at 24, Josh Christopher out of Arizona State, uh, a freshman going to Houston, a complete rebuild, obviously, as the night started with Houston selecting Jalen Green. So right now, you have got Jalen Green, uh, Sengun, the center, Usman Garuba, and Josh Christopher. Uh, wh- what did you make uh, of Christopher as a prospect, Jim, coming out of Arizona State? 14-4 and four guy, 6'5 guard. He's a super athlete, like a mega athlete. It's surprising that, you know, fourth pick of the first round was the first one they've taken that actually played college basketball. But, you know, he was in a really tough situation with Arizona State last year. They played pretty unstructured offensively. So getting him out of that and putting him in an actual system should help. And they just had some COVID issues. They, they ran into a lot of different schedule breaks. And their point guard, Remy Martin, had to step away from the team a couple of times. It, it was a tough spot for him there at Arizona State. I see the potential. You know, he's a former top 10 recruit, clearly has the, the burst, especially vertically. He, he puts up some highlight dunks. 
So it's a nice project for them to work on. I'm not super high on him personally, but I see what they're looking for, especially for a team that really is starting from scratch and and trying to find anything in in these four first-rounders that they can build around in the future. Well, I want to go back into the lottery because Zaire Williams was a guy that you you started to hear some buzz, uh, and his prop was 18-and-a-half. And we talked about it quite a bit because there was a lot of mock drafts that had him going 20, 21 or so. But there was uh, a couple reports out there uh, that he had gone back to Orlando for another workout and he could be targeted at the eighth overall pick. Now, ultimately, that went to Franz Wagner uh, out of Michigan. So, okay, now Zaire Williams is going to fall. Williams ultimately goes to Memphis. Remember, Memphis traded up from 17 to 10 uh, with New Orleans. Uh, They also, you know, picked up. Uh, Eric Bledsoe really is a, uh, a salary cap dump for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, but Zaire Williams going 10. You know, this is a guy, right, highly recruited, as you talked about with, with Christopher. Zaire Williams, huge recruit coming out of Sierra Canyon. And I think a lot of people, uh, my hunch is that they watch more Sierra Canyon type of film. And we had Kristen Peak on last night from Yahoo Sports, and she was high on Zaire Williams, seeing him play in in high school and then on the AAU circuit. So it feels like Zaire Williams going 10 to Memphis is a is a high upside type of guy, and that prop of 18.5 really was an easy under uh, if you were able to play that uh, because they, you know, Memphis ultimately grafted a guy uh, with, with high potential there in Williams. Yeah, this surprised me. I mean, I guess the, the buzz that he had gotten – made Memphis feel like they had to move up. And, you know, there's a lot of talk that they really wanted Giddy in the fact that he was gone. They maybe had to go to a second option. But you mentioned all the Sierra Canyon film and the AAU stuff. That's pretty huge. I watched him at Stanford, and I was like, ah, I'm not a fan. And he statistically had just an awful season, like abhorrent. It was terrible. But it was, it was bad circumstances. You know, they, they were never home. In Palo Alto, they had to play a lot of, like, neutral site games as home games. He had multiple different deaths in the family during the season. Stanford had its own chemistry issues in the locker room, some of the clashes between the younger and older guys. I think it was just a, a total throwaway year for Zaire Williams. And I think, you know, Kristen Peake making that point last night that people looking at Sierra Canyon at the AAU film, that's smart. Because I, I think that's a lot more telling of what his future is going to be there than, than what we saw last year at Stanford. It was just something that, too many outside circumstances, too many things he couldn't control. And the athleticism is there. It's a projectable player. So I see what they're going for Memphis here, and, and they've got a lot of other young pieces to join with them. So it's a promising culture there in, 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 for the Grizzlies. So the most recent picks that are in, Josh Christopher, 24, going to Houston. His over-under was 32-and-a-half. And then how about, or excuse me, Christopher's was 33-and-a-half. Quentin Grimes out of Houston, uh, he is going to the New York Knicks via the Clippers. Uh, we'll get your thoughts, Jim, on the other side. Uh, so Quentin Grimes, a couple guys that were projected to be early second-round picks are now going late in the first round. That makes you a little bit worried for some of those prop bets. The Sharif Cooper has already gone over. Ayu Desumu is uh, very close to going over. A couple more as well. We'll get you updated on all of those. The NBA draft continues. Jim Root in Chicago. Tim Murray here in Vegas. It's the Nightcap on Visa.
Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Pick number 26 of the first round coming up here momentarily. And uh, as of just a couple minutes ago, it looks like Bones Highland from VCU, who was a bit of a riser up some draft boards, uh, looks like he is going to be the selection. That is what has been reported. Uh, so if he is selected, that'll be the Denver Nuggets. So uh, I'll try to do some instant reaction uh, with Jim Root, Jim Root from Three Man Weave at Second Chance Points, and then we'll kind of revisit some of the surprises, and we'll also head back to uh, James Booknight because we didn't talk about uh, the top ten prop out there earlier today that must have been a tough one to swallow if you said, ah, book night's a lock, because he did not go in the top 10. But uh, your thoughts of Bones Highland going to Denver, uh, an instant impact type of guy. And he was a guy that really in these workouts, Jim, I think uh, many folks were seeing Bones Highland playing uh, well, shooting the ball well, and that's why now he's a first-round pick. Yeah, this is definitely a spot I was hoping McBride might go. So, you know, they, they're clearly looking for a combo guard that can defend a little bit, can come in and, and you know, come off the bench early and play right away. I, I thought that could be McBride, but it, they went with Highland. And yeah, like you said, the thing that jumped out, I think, in the workouts was his pull-up shooting, shooting off the dribble. He was making them from all over the court, well beyond NBA range. And that was what he did at VCU. Easy score, makes it look easy out there. Uh, a team that needed someone to step up into that primary scoring role after they lost uh, almost all five starters from the previous season. Ended up averaging 20 a game. Uh, I think he was the A-10 player of the year. Really just a, a, an electric type of scoring guard with a lot of length. He probably needs to add some strength to be a, a really impactful defender in the pros, but he played for a coach that emphasizes defense at VCU. It's a solid pick for for a team that definitely needed guard depth. Now, uh, now there were three for the McBride slot. I, I, um, I'm, I'm starting to sweat a little bit, Tim. I, I need that 2-1 and one record to match you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done for the night, 2-1. and one. However, uh, I know no money will come home with it. Maybe I'll buy you a beer when you get back to town. But you're now up 4-1 to one in our differences. So, uh, once again, I, I sent over about 35 over-unders, and uh, we did it blindly. And ultimately, we had eight differences. And now, uh, you playing overs has really uh, benefited you uh, because Cam Thomas, uh, I got intrigued. Uh, he has not been selected yet. His over-under was 21.5. Victory for you. You went over. I went under. Uh, what's actually kind of funny about this whole exercise that we did here, all five the differences, uh, the over has been the right play. So we talked about it a lot, Jim. You know, when you're betting the NBA draft and you're, you know, you're going to bet an under, make sure you're doing the, you know, the due diligence. I go two and one tonight. My only loss, an under. I got greedy. I saw the plus money. Um, you got to kind of put that puzzle pieces together and see uh, what ultimately comes home. So you've got a 4-1 lead and uh, one more victory. You get, uh, you get the crown for the night. But I, I do want to go back to speaking of over-unders. James Booknight ultimately closes at six and a half, an instant impact type of guy, dealt with some injuries at UConn. And Jim, the odds for him earlier today before they came off the board, for him to go in the top 10 was minus 1,200. The thought was he'll go to Oklahoma City. 
If he doesn't go to Oklahoma City, he'll definitely go to Golden State. Well, if he doesn't go to Golden State, then, you know, he's not going to fall past Orlando and Sacramento. He ends up going number 11 to Charlotte. Um, how surprised are you that Booknight fell? And what type of player, who, by the way, James Booknight, uh, not thrilled, looked a little upset. Uh, I know he put a, he tried to throw a curve, uh, you know, tried to say that he and LaMelo Ball are going to be a dynamic backcourt, which is true. Uh, but Booknight falling, was that a big surprise for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was the the difference that we get, that I got wrong in our in our little head to head matchup there. I thought he was going six. I, I thought that was going to be the spot for him. And I thought if not, like you said, I thought Golden State would love him and pair him with with Clay and Steph, give another scoring guard in the backcourt. And I'm sure that's what he thought too. You know, I'm going to be the number seven pick. I'm going to play for a, a title contender right away. Instead, he's in Charlotte and got to really build from the ground up with Lamelo. It was it was very surprising to fall all the way out of the top ten. I mean, you don't see a lot of minus twelve hundreds miss, especially in a very information based event like this. Like this isn't an upset on the court, whereas you know one team got hot shooting. This is a lot of people had bad information, and a lot of teams made surprising choices that domino affected all the way down to him falling to eleven. And, and you know, I guess Charlotte is the beneficiary. They they get this this scoring guard is a great slasher. His shooting is better than it showed last year. He kind of was dealing with an elbow injury, taking a lot of really tough shots for a team that didn't have much other creation on the perimeter. I think this is a nice little outcome for Charlotte, a guy that fits pretty well with LaMelo, more size in the backcourt, and somebody that can score, whereas LaMelo, you know, he can score, but I think he really likes to flex that passing muscle. This is a good fit for them and a good outcome for for the Hornets here. Yeah, I I agree, and uh, a reason that, I thought this would ultimately be Corey Kispert going uh, 11. You look at you know Michael Jordan's track record. Uh, he really likes to pick college players, borderline All-Americans, and Booknight kind of fits that mold, and, and it's hard to pass up on him uh, sitting there at 11. But let's get to, I think, probably the biggest surprise of the night so far uh, when you just look at what the odds were. You know, Booknight falling over under 6.5, he goes 11. So that, that's a pretty big surprise. How about... An over-under of 27.5 getting picked at number 12. And that would be Josh Primo. He goes to the San Antonio Spurs, uh, the guard out of Alabama. Uh, We had this on our handy-dandy list. We both picked under 27.5, but I don't think anybody of us, either one of us anticipated him to go in the lottery. So the San Antonio Spurs are always that wild card. Uh, Many people thought that Sengun... Uh, would be this pick there. And they go with Josh Primo, 6'6 guard out of Alabama. Um, what did you think of this pick, and, and how do you think you know Josh Primo translates to, uh, to San Antonio? You know, a guy that, what, averaged only about 20 minutes a game, eight points a game, so it wasn't like his numbers were, were off the charts there his freshman season at Alabama. Yeah, I mean, this this one happened before we got on air and we were texting. And I, this was a wow to me. I, I was stunned by this. A guy that I kind of liked at Alabama, but I did not see lottery coming for him. Uh, he's mega athletic. He's got a lot of bounce, and he hit, he hit threes at a really high clip for them last year. But in the lottery, you're looking usually for somebody you think you can project as like a primary creator, somebody that's going to have some upside in terms of setting up teammates. And that wasn't what we saw from him. Now, he came in as a combo guard, 
I think that was some expectation that, that he might have some creation juice to him. And apparently he started to show that both in workouts and at the combine. And I guess that turned some heads in the Spurs front office. You know, for years, the Spurs have been the team that's like, whatever they do, that was probably the right move. Maybe that that's what everybody mm-hmm. else should have been thinking. And I guess that's what we have to conclude here. I mean, it, it, it is surprising to see somebody less than half of his draft prop number. I mean, that's stunning, but they must have seen something in, in he is the youngest player in the draft. They, they really have a lot of faith in their player development. I mean, look what they've done with DeJounte Murray, especially uh, Derek White as well. He was an older prospect, but yeah, I, th- this definitely is, is the Spurs uh, voting confidence in themselves for what they believe they can turn Josh Primo into because, yeah, no one saw this coming. Him in the lottery would have been probably, you know, plus 1,500 or something oh, yeah. if that was actually a line. So stunning, stunning development out of the Spurs. Yeah, Book Knight falls out of the top 10. He goes 11. Primo goes 12. And then Chris Duarte goes 13 to Indiana. And uh, I have to imagine Rick Carlisle pretty happy about uh, the selection of uh, of Chris Duarte. I want to get you the latest uh, selection. Bones Highland, he goes 26 to Denver, the guard out of VCU. So under on Bones Highland comes home at 28 and a half. Uh, the over has already hit on the next draft selection, and that is Cam Thomas out of LSU. He goes to the Brooklyn Nets. Earlier today, the Brooklyn Nets traded Landry Shamit. Uh, and they acquired the 29th pick, so they had 27 and 29 heading into tonight. And the 27th pick uh, is Cam Thomas. And, man, if you watch Cam Thomas close out the year, this dude can score, Jim. He scored 30 points uh, in that loss against Michigan. He had 27 against St. Bonaventure uh, in the first round of the NCAA tournament. In his freshman year down in Baton Rouge, he dropped 23 points per game. So uh, a pretty intriguing prospect, young, uh, a scorer, and now he goes to the favorite to win the NBA title in Brooklyn. Yeah, Tim, I have a question. Do you know, have they changed the rule on how many balls you play with out there? <laughs> I, still, I still think it's one. I still think it's one. It, it should be one. I mean, Brooklyn has all of the creation, the scoring that you need. Cam Thomas is very much a ball in his hands type of guy. I'm very curious to see how this works out. I mean, the the scoring gene is absolutely there. I remember when he came out of Oak Hill, I watched the high school tape and it was like, he's not jumping off the page with athleticism or anything. He just finds ways to create shots, get separation, knocks everything down. He's just going to have to learn how to play off the ball alongside all these great scorers that, that Brooklyn already has. And, you know, maybe that's not, he's been the guy for so long in his life that being the off the ball guy that just kind of has to wait his turn and not really find a rhythm except when he gets a random touch here or there this is a a surprising fit for the nets but there is a lot of talent a lot of offensive upside so it makes sense in that regard yeah we'll talk to jbt later on in the show and for me it almost screams hey man go get some buckets in this on the second squad uh, while KD and James Harden and Kyrie do their thing, it just feels like Steve Nash and Mark D- and Mike D'Antoni are like, yeah, we'll we'll score 190 a game. That's cool. So Cam Thomas, <laughs> the most recent selection, his over does cash as he was uh, slotted there at 21 and a half. The LSU product going to the Brooklyn Nets. Matt Humans is going to join us top of the hour. Jim Root in Chicago. Tim Murray with you on draft night. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.